back to the Tickets Basketball Postgame Show featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet Eric Strickland on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Well, happy Friday night to everybody out there. It is the weekend. There is good news, I guess, as far as that goes. But uh, that's about as much good news as we're going to give you for the rest of the night. No, uh, Maryland did get the win tonight, 90-74 to and Pinnacle Bank Arena, dropping Nebraska to 7-19 overall on the season, 1-14 in conference play, uh, which uh, I guess even looks even worse than their overall record. Uh, Maryland jumping up to 12-14, and 4-11. So this was uh, what you would call a winnable game. Maryland's got some uh, some talent, and it showed in a well-balanced attack for Maryland as they had six guys in double digits, including four of their starters uh, and uh, one of their team leaders, uh, Eric Ayala, uh, only had two points, and he's still coming back from a wrist injury. So, um, you know, maybe I suppose you didn't even get Maryland at full strength there. But uh, in any case, uh, another loss for Nebraska. Let's bring in the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet, uh, Eric Strickland. Strick, thanks for joining us tonight. You see my face. I can see. Yeah, there it is. It's not smiling like we were hoping for. Like you said, it might happen uh, earlier on on the block. Um, I, I I said this earlier. I mean, I don't know how frustrated I can get. I you know it is frustrating, but. Um, when they were down 20 points in the second half, it didn't feel as frustrating as the Iowa game. Maybe it's just the rivalry, or you know, I, I just think it's at that point in the season where um, if you're getting frustrated by the team being down double digits, um, maybe it's just the expectations need to be lowered for a 1-14 team. At the same time, I can understand your frustration um, being a t- you know a former uh, Husker yourself and the pride that you, you probably take in it. It's, uh, um, I guess you give them credit for fighting back in the game that, there at the end, but, man, that long scoring out from the end of the first half uh, in the beginning of the second half uh, really did them in today. I mean, that's the thing, man. I mean, you're 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 talking about a two point game at half, and those are the things that we continuously talk about on a regular basis. We talk about you've got to come out of the halftime and put forth some fire and effort. You can't let a team from the 20 minute mark to the 10 minute mark going a 28 to 14 run. That's just, that's just unacceptable, especially at home. And you're trying to win games. It's, 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 it's the same old routine at this point. I am, you know, I am basically the price is right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's, I'm, I don't know what else to say. It's, it, it's the same. It, it's, it's like, I feel like Neo. I really feel like Neo stuck in the matrix and I'm having a conversation with Morpheus and he's telling me, welcome to the real world. And I'm like, no, 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 I just can't, this ain't it. No, I don't know. No, I don't want to, I don't want to believe it. That's how I feel right now. It, it's, I, I don't know what you can do. Yeah. You I know there, there's no, you look at every stat, you look at every stat and there's small things that I see that helps me to understand it more because I'll give you an example. They're running a pick and roll. Derek Walker does a great job. This is about 10 minutes left in the first half. Derek Walker is doing a great job and he hedges and he protects the ball handler. 
that man is weak side, strong side can't leave because that's the easiest pass to make to the corner for a three. So you don't you don't leave that. Weak side, that man's staying plugged to his guy. So all of a sudden, he turns the corner. He just holds it for a little bit longer, drops it off to the big man for a dunk. No, actually, it wasn't a dunk. It was an and one. And that man standing there. That's that's the type of stuff that gets you beat. Small little things. Um, loose balls. You can't secure. They do. If you look at the stats, and the stats don't tell you anything that would, 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 would venture to say that they lose that game, except for points in the paint. They don't turn the ball over but four times, which you've got to do on the road. Perfect. But then they get 21 points to your seven in in uh, points off turnovers. So, the you know, they're turning you over 12 times. 12 times. 12 times isn't a lot. That's good. But they score 21 times on it. Right? So what does that tell you? That tells you that when you go back and look at some of those sequences where they're throwing lobs and they're throwing the ball and, and they're dunking and they're getting layups in transition, look at how many Maryland guys are there compared to Nebraska guys. Those are the things that you see that tell you that they're out. They want it more than you. Yeah, I, I thought I saw that a little bit too today. I mean, there there's uh, you know just times where um, the ball's on the floor and, and they you know they, it was it was it was it is kind of crazy that they only turned the ball over twelve times because it was ugly at times. I don't know if the if they need if the floor was slick or you know something was going on with the team meeting. They they ate something greasy before the game. I'm not sure because the ball was slipping out of their hands and that led to Maryland um, with uncontested you know layups or dunks several times and you know CJ. Wilcher seemed to have trouble uh, gathering the ball tonight. You know, it, it happened to Verge. It happened to McGowan's. It happened to Webster. Um, so a lot of those were just like, uh, it, it, it was just, it was baffling to see. But ultimately, only 12 turnovers, like you said, uh, considering how it looked, um, I suppose that that's, you know, better than it could have been. But uh, it, it's it's just, you know, like you said, it, it, it I mean, it's it's just it's 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 getting mind-boggling and frustrating. I don't think that this 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 Maryland team seems like they're all that much better than Nebraska. Not to say that they don't look good. I mean, Fats Russell's fun to watch. He's really fast. Um, you know, they, they've got some guys that can play. Um, but it, it's just another example of a team that, you that it you know, maybe maybe we kind of get away with saying this winnable game stuff. I mean, but you've, you've got to have that mentality. You can't just be at the bottom of the conference uh, looking up. And th- so I, I don't want to mean to disrespect Maryland. I think they got a good squad together. Um, but it, it just seems like this – uh, another game, uh, which has been the la- last, you know, last few of them, um, where they should have been a lot closer than they were, and, and I, you know, we 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 break it down and we break it down. Like you said, a lot of times it is a lot of the little things um, that's adding up and in, in, in making it worse. Um, but it, it all those little things are adding up, and they add up quickly to a, a large deficit. Um, and it, 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 and it, you know, you, you just kind of where are you where you are right now? Um, for what it's worth, you know, the first half was uh, it was fast paced. Nebraska was keeping up with them. Um, even even in the early in the first half, you know, it started with the Bryce McGowan's lob. You love that um, coming out of the the open. The 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 Alonzo Verge assist to Bryce McGowan's on the dunk there, um, and it just it seemed like Nebraska 
did have a little more juice to them or, or at least looked a little bit more impressive with what they were running and getting points. But Maryland, despite that, was just kind of like sticking around. It felt like Nebraska had the momentum of the game, but Maryland was just sticking around. Um, and then uh, then that dreaded scoring drought comes, and, and then there in the second half, it just got so sloppy. They're doing open court windmill dunks, uh, open floor windmill dunks, Maryland is, um, among other, you know, just wide open layups. And and you just you just can't overcome that. And then again, I, I, I credit to Nebraska for fighting and, and coming back and making it a ten point game there before all said and done. But I think part of that's Maryland just they were playing um, not to lose there at the end, and they had like a twenty point lead. So I don't know why you would turn it off at that point in time. Uh, let's head to the Sarder Heyman text line. Got a few texts there. Jay and Lincoln says. I love college basketball. I'm a huge Nebraska Husker fan, but I can't watch this team without getting absolutely angry. All the guys play like they think they're in the NBA. No defense, no effort, uh, no passing. Something with the basketball. Yeah, I mean, that's... It, 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 you just see it there at times. Uh, Jay continues, more interested in getting noticed than winning. When you play a team game, you have to go uh, love to win. Above all else, these guys don't care. Horrible basketball. No eye in team, and we have have a whole group of eyes. Um, I, you know, I... I <laughs> that's the, that's where the frustration is, is piling up, I think, um, for Jay and other fans. That's what they Lincoln. defer to. Yeah, Bob, it is. That's what they defer to when it gets tight. They revert to, I got to do it. I got to do it. And there's a perfect example of that is um, at one point, Verge made a nice drive to the basket, did what he's supposed to, drew the uh, weak side defender. There's a guy wide open in the corner. He tries to go to the opposite side of the rim to lay it up and gets blocked. That's the stuff. you got to make that play. It's not you. You did your job. I mean, I keep saying that. I mean, I don't know if I'm talking above people's head or they, they think I'm out of my mind when I see these things, but I'm, I'm thinking about it from a standpoint that when you do your job, like for another example, great defensive play, Trey McGowan gets a steal, transitioning down, no one's with him. Four Maryland players are back on defense. He tries to drive between them and loses the ball. You, you, that's you. That's just stuff you can't do. Everybody's trying to to. They're 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 so pressed. If you just play when they made great plays, they found that man for a couple threes. Those are great boss basketball plays. A couple of extra passes. Those are great basketball plays. If you lose or you miss doing that, you. You, you can say, okay, but when you, when you do it, when you're trying to do it on your own, you, you, no one likes to see that one. And then all of the, all of the weight of it comes down on you individually and, and, and ultimately collectively. Yeah, there just didn't, there didn't seem so, to be a whole lot of movement on offense. Even they they bailed themselves out with some you know some sloppy offense that wasn't wasn't getting to open looks, but they hit some deep threes. CJ hit a contested three. Kobe hit a contested right. three. So you kind of think, okay, well, they, and you expect to see that from time to time, right? Uh, basketball players should be able to make at that level uh, a shot with a you know a contested shot. Um, so it's not it's not that you have to get a great look every time down. It's just there there it seems to be very little. Motion motion or you know you know work they, they try the, the pick and roll at times um but it, it it really becomes iso ball a lot of times with whoever has the ball um and you know it, to uh, a little bit of success or turnover or turnover which is usually yeah as a result um 
And and Alonso, like, he, I mean, it was very important. He, he got in foul trouble. I think that took him out of the game a little bit, uh, especially in the first half when he got in foul trouble. Fats Russell started going off. Um, and then in the second He's half. Nuts. Yeah. In the second half, just a, a, a bad foul. When you have three fouls, he was kind of trying to draw a, a charge, but before half court. And and it was it's it's it wasn't an obvious call. The guy, I mean, it was just when you have three fouls and you're the only thing going on offense, you just got to know how important it is. And, and 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 again, that's that's not an effort thing. That's 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 full court press or or you know at least half court press that he was attempting to do. So he was trying to put in the effort, but that's just kind of an awareness thing. So if it's not one thing, it seems to be the other for Nebraska. Um, and you know, and and, and it, it's just strange because Alonso does have some. Um, success certain nights, kind of doing the 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 the, uh, the you know the the ISO ball, and, and he had another good night tonight. Fourteen points, five assists, and wasn't able to play as many minutes as he probably or they would have liked him to. But you wonder, and, and and I don't, I'm not going back to the early season, blame everything on Alonso that was kind of going around. But you wonder if that kind of wears off, or if that's part of the reason he wanted to go into the system because he's a good ISO ball player, and apparently that's what Nebraska it, it wants to run. Well, I mean, okay. I, I'm not <laughs> going to defeat that. My my issue is second half, you let the team, when you're trying to win a game, shoot almost 60% from the field. You have no chance, especially then you got to ask, why are you shooting 38 and they're shooting 60? Because they're taking good shots. 42 points in the paint, bro. That, that means they're lot. getting good shots. That's a lot of points. That's almost 50 points in the paint. In the paint. You've got no chance, bro. Yeah. They doubled your number in the paint. They doubled you in the paint. There's nothing you can do. And the time that you did have success and you won against Maryland, I mean against uh, uh, Minnesota, you did that. Why not do the same thing? You're not getting good shots. And I... I'm just baffled, bro. I'm baffled. Yeah. The, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, that, the good point there. I mean, the offensive end we can talk about for days, and we have talked about all year. But, you're, I mean, you're not going to win, like you said, giving up that many points in the paint. You're not going to win up giving up 90 points. Maryland could have had 100 today. Uh, same thing with Iowa. Northwestern was well on their way. I mean, the defense isn't that, much better. And then you try – and then – you know, that's that just goes back to the whole kind of philosophy that Hoiberg has coming in here. Uh, you know, high volume shots, high volume possessions, try to, you know, entertaining pace of play and, and game and all that. But it's not working in the Big Ten. It, it, it's not it's not working in general. You have to kind of identify it, it, I mean, you have to have a lot of weapons to, to be able to run that sort of play um, and. I know that they thought they did, you know, coming into the season with the with how it was going in practice and stuff. But maybe, and, and again, it's been said, been said before, maybe that's because they were going up against this defense, which gives up a, a lot of points. Here, the, 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 the difference in style of play, if you're going to run, you have to exhaust yourself on both sides and be willing to exhaust yourself and go take a seat for a little bit and come back and trust that that's going to happen. I think they get into this try to reserve myself mode because there's no reason that a team, if you're trying to win games, should beat you with multiple players down the court, especially at home. 
that's effort. So if you're tired, go sit down for a little bit. But if you want to play that style of ball, you have to exhaust yourself, knowing that the next person's going to come fill in, exhaust himself, and you're going to get a consistent effort all the way across the board, and you're not going to have these laws. The laws come is when you're you're lackadaisical, you're you're taking a little breather, you're taking a breath, you're 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 trying to just kind of you know pace yourself. You don't have those uh, the liberty to pace yourself. You don't yeah. have that liberty. Yeah, and, and Nebraska is kind of interesting. Again, we talked about, uh, you know, before earlier today how Tominaga's kind of fallen out of the rotation. It seemed like he was completely out of it till they're in the second half and they just it didn't feel – this is when they're down 20. Uh, and they felt like, <laughs> might as well give him a shot, try something um, that can kind of spark it today. Again, uh, as we as we run down this thing, very disappointing, very frustrating, adding on to it uh, for the entire seasons. But the, I, I, su- I suppose we should shout out to kind of the bright spots that were there again. I think I think. Verge were able to stay out of foul trouble. Maybe you have a bit of a closer game. He kind of was on tonight. 14 points, five assists, um, two turnovers as far as that assist to turnover ratio goes. Five rebounds for him as well. Um, and was getting to the line at a pretty good clip as he had eight free throws. Bryce McGowan continues to get to the line very well. Um, 14 out of 15 from the free throw line. That is cashing in when he gets there. And he was he's very good at drawing fouls, though. One time he stiff-armed a guy. <laughs> Did you see that? When he was going... F- the, the, the fast break, he stiff-armed the guy, and they yeah. called the guy for the defensive foul. I don't know if that was a makeup call or what that was, but that was definitely uh, not uh, not where McGowan should have gone to the line. Any, in any case, um, so he had a good game, 25 points, but his his awareness still at times, to, he's got the green light, apparently, uh, and, and I guess it would be hard to take him off the floor too much, but his it's just three-pointers like – he hasn't made enough of them to to <laughs> to deserve the kind of just stand up threes that he has at times. And it's in, in, you know, Wilcher, like we said, Wilcher, Webster hit some of them um, that that were, you know, shot clock was winding down. Not much going on in the offensive end. And, you know, it kind of bails you out of a bad possession. But I don't know. I, I don't I, I just have about I don't have too much confidence when when Bryce McGowan's has a hand in his face and he takes a long distance three or top of the, the I mean he's hitting the corner ones. Get your rhythm going there. Especially off the dribble. Especially yeah. off the dribble. He should not be taking off the dribble threes right now. Unless it's in transition where everybody flows back, they back off you and then maybe, but off the dribble you shouldn't be taking those right now. You're not hitting a high enough clip. Yeah, and it's weird. It's Working that on the offseason and come back. Right. I mean, that's that's what I that, – I mean, I, I, I believe it. I mean, he shot like 40% from the three. I think he can shoot. It just seems like he's been – a kind of a four shot selection, at least from beyond the arc all year long. And it seems like he's been chasing um, the idea to prove that he can shoot. And it, it hasn't been helping. It's not, you know, his, his three point shooting percentage isn't getting better uh, more nice than not. And, and he is the guy that you want to go to um, at the, you know, if, if Nebraska's struggling, I suppose, um, because he can draw, you know, a foul and get to the line. But he does, I mean, without that three point shot, with where it is off the dribble, um, he does fail to have that kind of at the end of game when you need a big shot you know I don't know it's just it's kind of that clutch moment um where he he's not uh you know a threat from everywhere on the court you'll let him have that three you contest it 
and and he'll probably likely miss it. But in any case, I guess that's the one complaint about his game. Uh, he did end up with 25 points. It did pretty well. And once again, C.J. Welcher quietly has had a very good second half of the season um, as far as that's gone. Ten points again off the bench, uh, three for four from the free throw line. Again, there was something uh, uh, something going on with, with Welcher as far as a few times. He made a bucket where he kind of lost control of the ball. Uh, he had another one where he completely lost it, lost his footing once. Um, but uh, for all for all of that, it looked ugly at times, was still able uh, to get 10 points and uh, and lead Nebraska off the bench there. But once again, uh, Nebraska falls 90-74 to to the Maryland Terrapins, falling to 7-19 overall. Uh, very bad 1-14 in conference play. Uh, we're going to take it to break. We'll be back and uh, and wrap up the Hoops postgame show here on 93.7 The Ticket. Back to the Ticket's basketball postgame show. Featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Mark and Carter here. We're uh, wrapping things up here for the Nebraska post, uh, the, the, hoop, the hoops post game show, show. I should say Nebraska losing, falling ninety to seventy four uh, to Maryland at, at home. They have one more home game now next week. Uh, at this time, eight o'clock, we'll probably be right here at this time, this very time, I should say. Uh, but eight o'clock against Iowa next week. Before that, they have an away game against Northwestern. The hopes for Nebraska coming out with uh, two more wins, I suppose, um, before Big Ten tournament play are are dwindling um, because they have five games left here. Two of the last two are going to be really hard, you know, at Ohio State, at Wisconsin. Um, so you would hope maybe to win, you know, two out of the next three, I suppose, if your goal is to win three games in the Big Ten. I honestly, it feels silly to say that. Just get one more. You have one. Uh, you have one win so far in Big Ten play. Let's hope Nebraska can get one more. Um, it, it's pretty bad where Nebraska's at, and that's why I said I, 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 and a lot of you guys here on the text line, and we appreciate you listening, and and I like the the you know the, the fact that you guys still care. A lot of people still frustrated. Could hear Strick still frustrated. I just can't. I I can't be too frustrated with what I pretty much expect to happen at this point. Uh, I'll stay optimistic heading into the games, but when it when I see it unfolding as a lot of these games have unfolded. Um, this is just kind of where Nebraska basketball is at, and it's not all bad. You know, it's not that every player on that roster can't play or anything like that. They they have spurts uh, where they do well. They have spurts of athleticism, but it, they are where they are. I mean, three of the last four games now uh, are losses to – the next three worst teams in, in the conference play um, or excuse me, well, they did beat Minnesota, um, but from Maryland, Northwestern and Iowa and I was a solid team. They're probably going to be a, a, you know, a, a tournament team, but they're 500 in big 10 play. They're, they're not overwhelming between Iowa, Northwestern and Maryland. Nebraska has lost by an average of 21 points per game uh, in those three competitions. And that's three of the last four Minnesota, by the way, is a Frankenstein sort of team thrown together. Um, much like Fred Hoiberg's first year, uh, because uh, you know the the you know, Patino left town and and it was kind of a mutual parting. But they were ready to be done with Patino, and the team blew up. So Minnesota had to throw something together. And even with that team, they have three wins in conference play, and it's not easy to win games in the Big Ten. Uh, but the frustration sure should be piling up. It's it's uh, I believe uh, going back looking at it. I mean, it's just. Um, like I said, adding up, I think 17 out of 19 losses now, again, with your only wins in those games, 
uh, against the Frankenstein Minnesota team in Kennesaw State. So there's just hasn't been too much light at the end of the tunnel for Nebraska basketball. Uh, Bijo says, why can't Keanu Edwards crack the rotation? You can't tell me an undersized Tominaga gives you more. Um, maybe, but but you just haven't seen too much out of Keon Edwards when he has got in. I mean, the guy started several games and, and, and couldn't score. And it's not, it's not, you know, I'm not trying to reel on him. I'm just saying I don't think that there's too many other options on the bench. Um, maybe there was a hope that down 20 Tominaga could can a couple threes. Um, he, he really didn't get too much of a look tonight anyway, and he's fallen out of the rotation altogether. He's he's pretty small to play wing in the Big Ten, and that's been a problem all year for them too. Um, Carter, just kind of wrapping up your your, your final thoughts. I, I think it's just um, if you let it, the frustration can pile up, and you can you can you can be pretty furious. And and maybe going through this post game show, I've I've elevated my anger, but I think uh, for a lot of us, maybe it's just. Ah, it's Nebraska basketball this year. This is what it is. Yeah, no, the, the most confusing thing to me about this entire this team and this whole season is that, you know, usually when you see a sports team that's struggling this this bad or this poorly, you can usually at least point to a few things as to why they're so bad. But with Nebraska this year, just it, I can't make sense of it. Like, they're, they had the talent coming into the season. Fred Hoiberg's supposed to be a good coach. I just I can't understand how they didn't ever put it together. Yeah, I mean, and, and the injuries certainly didn't help. I and and but I, and you can understand that. But it does feel like there's enough talent on this team to scrap together a few more wins and just uh, you know long at least a few forty minute games that you put together. Um, but it it just seems to be uh, pretty tough at this point. For what it's worth, I don't think Fred's lost the locker room or anything like that. But uh, you might start to see those narratives come out if you continue to lose by double digits um, to opponents that aren't all that great in the Big Ten. Um, and again. It's just a. This was kind of Nebraska's stretch to capitalize and get just a few wins in the Big Ten this year, and they weren't able to do it. I mean, it's kind. Of, it's it's very near the end of the stretch. I suppose you can look at quality of opponents. Say there's still a Northwestern and a Penn State out there, but those are teams on the road, and um, you know, it, it's. <laughs> And then they, they, they lost by 24 last night. Yeah, the Northwestern <laughs> looks like a mismatch based on last the last game out. And then the other part is I, I think maybe the only thing worse than Fred Hoiberg's conference record is this record on the road. So uh, it just has not at all come together for Nebraska basketball in the three years, uh, much less this season for Nebraska. And um, it's it's tough. I mean, this is not a this is not a, a, a program overrun with tradition here in the Big Ten. But regardless, one in fourteen, there's no way to get around how ugly that is. And and again, it's it part of the frustration is that there's some individual talent here, and I don't know if you feel like you're getting the most out of them individually in certain spots, and certainly not the most out of them collectively. Big big part of the broadcast tonight, as the blowout was rolling out there, is that Bryce McGowan's likely will be the freshman of the year in the Big Ten, regardless of how many wins Nebraska gets. Um, so yeah, at least have that, and, and he has been fun to watch grow, but uh, it just hasn't... Uh, hasn't built around him so it almost even even that feels like man you, you finally get a guy that's you know second in the in the nation in freshman score i mean this is this is what nebraska's been asking for all along it's kind of like the football team you've been asking for oscar connections and scott frost to come back and uh, just things the things that you ask for don't even seem to be paying off for nebraska these days baseball lost Come on, guys. Somebody give us a break here. Give us hope. Yeah, I'm not, not too much. No, no pile on the baseball team, by the way. It's a long season, and yeah. that's a good team they played. So I'm not I'm not trying to do that. It just would have felt a little bit better. Then I'll wrap it up for the Hoops Post Game Show. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>